Welcome to the Two Degrees Hotter podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And we're two recent college graduates navigating young adult life in Boston, documenting it for you along the way. From college advice to post-grad problems, we're here to open the conversation of what it's like to be a 20-something, just figuring it out. We're excited you're tuning in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you like to listen. And we hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Two Degrees Hotter. So today we're thinking of keeping things fun, a little lighthearted, and we want to talk to you guys about some of our celebrity crushes. Yes, some beautiful, unproblematic public Mm -hmm. figures are up for discussion today. Yes, we stand. So we're excited. Yes, people we stand, truly. (laughs) Um, yeah, but we wanted to give you a quick little update. So we actually just started a suggestion box for the pod. So that's linked on our Instagram and it's linked in all of our episode descriptions now. So if you have a question or a topic or even some feedback for us, you can submit it through this suggestion box and it's all anonymous. So feel free to, you know, let your heart out. Yes, we would love to hear any ideas that you guys have for episodes and any constructive criticism would be awesome as well. So yeah, that'll be um, linked in every episode and then also um, in the link tree on our Instagram. So come at us. Yeah, let us know what you want. But should we just dive right into the segments? Sure. Time for the week in review. Woo! So what have you been up to? So this week, again, I feel like we say this every episode, but not sure when this is coming out, but um, we're still actively quarantining right now. And I saw an article um, by the Daily Meal, and they used Google Analytics to publish the most popular quarantine cocktail in every state. So I assume they just saw like the most common searches or what something like that. Um, <clears throat> and I thought it'd be fun to check out, but I noticed both Massachusetts and New Hampshire, the states where each of us mm-hmm. preside, reside, mm-hmm. <laughs> live, <laughs> live, exist, um, where they were both an old fashioned, which I just thought was blasphemy because never what have is- I enjoyed an old fashioned. What is in an old fashioned? It's a very like straight up cocktail. I'm looking it up right now. I was going to say, um, I've never had one, I don't think. Yeah. So the main content is whiskey. So you muddle sugar with bitters, adding whiskey or less commonly brandy, and garnishing with a twist of citrus. So that ain't it. Like, I imagine that could be it if you were, like... Into whiskey? (laughs) Yeah, or, like, a 60-plus-year-old man. Um, (laughs) But I was just surprised because I feel like, personally, I've been looking up some fun, like, Margs, some yeah. mudslides. So I was just a little disappointed in both of our states, to be honest. I remember a few years back, the Try Guys on YouTube did a video where they tried every state's like signature drink, and mm-hmm. I don't remember what Massachusetts. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I don't remember what Massachusetts was, but New Hampshire was wine, and I was like, okay, oh, okay, that's classy. I so yeah. I feel like this this is a very polar opposite drink from wine, though. I know so that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I feel like maybe that's an indicator of like how well we're handling all of this—the fact that we just need like a straight up whiskey drink, but yeah, whiskey you know. with a little sugar, right? 
But what about you? What have you been, what kind of trends have you been observing? So I have noticed a trend and with that trend has come, I think, a very important question. So it seems like a really big trend for springtime leading into summer is cardigans, which I know that was a thing last year too, but Mm -hmm. a lot of them either tie sort of around, you know, the chest area or you button them, but you only button them like literally where your boobs are. So Mm -hmm. then it's like open at the bottom, which in pictures, it looks super cute. I saw, um, I think we've talked about her before, Rohini Elise, who's a YouTuber, she posted an Instagram in a tie-up one, and it looked really cute. My question is, is if you're not literally upright the entire day, how do you not have, like, a constant nip slip? Because at least it looked like you you go braless for this, so there's a little, like, under booby like, cleavage action, which, I, hey, I'm all for but, like, how do you, like, pick something up without it just being, like, boobs? Use, like, fashion tape? Maybe? To, but like, I don't even know it if in. it helps. Or yeah. even, like, petals. But even still, like, I would just feel, like, naked. Like, I feel like yeah. it's it's a very trendy look for pictures. But I don't see it translating well for, like, every... Like, I wouldn't just go to, like, the supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. looking like that. <laughs> Because I feel like some, th- some things would be seen that don't want to be seen. Yeah, like one gust of wind and you're, you're through. Exactly, exactly. So if anyone's tried it out and has tips and tricks, because I, th- I think it looks really cute, but I don't see how you could go about your daily activities without a nip slip. So if anyone has any idea, feel free to let me know because I'd love to try it. I just don't want, you know, my boobs out all day. No explicit content here. No explicit content. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it's funny that you brought up Rohini because I actually caught her Instagram live last night where she was playing Animal Crossing live with her followers, um, which brings me to another thing that I wanted to talk about, which is, so I have been thinking about getting the Switch for, like, probably, like, two months, like, six weeks, like, a long time. Like, I've been considering what I want to do about it exclusively to play Animal Crossing, to be honest. Um... So I've been really wondering if I should get the Switch or the Switch Lite because I'm, like I said, pretty much only wanting to play Animal Crossing and kind of like more, I don't know, like simple games like that, which I feel like would be fine on the handheld version, which is $100 cheaper. Or the Switch is the one that like actually switches so you can play it like console or handheld um, and would probably be like a more worthwhile investment as far as like longevity and like diversity of games that would be like good to play on it but again I'm not like a gamer gal so I just I don't know what the best decision would be so if anyone has a switch or a switch light and has a strong opinion I would love if you could slide into my dms and let me know why you picked what you did because I feel like it's so mixed and I don't know yeah I mean based on that I would go with the switch light because I know that you just don't play a lot of games, so if you end up only playing Animal Crossing, it's like, why do I have this whole console for, like, an easily handheld game? Yeah. But I can also see, like, the um, hesitation with if you end up getting, like, the Switch Lite and really liking Animal Crossing and then wanting to play more games and then wishing that you had just gotten yeah. the full console. So that's, that's, that's a tough one. I know I... I know. Don't see myself wanting to play anything but Animal Crossing, so I'm kind of staying away from the Switch life, 
I don't yeah. think it's for me, but. Yeah, my boyfriend also mentioned that if I got the Switch, he would maybe compensate like the extra $100 so that he could play too. Which is But nice. then I'm like, it's nice, but I'm like, do I want to share though? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, That's TBD, true. I guess I'll keep you guys updated on what I do. But like, I literally watch like Animal Crossing gaming YouTube because I want it so bad. Like all the like uh, <laughs> live play type content, like. Yeah. I like have weird suggestions now because I've been watching those. So <laughs> I just, I really That's need funny. it in my life, but I just need to figure out how. So I'll yeah. let you know. It's good that you have something that you are using to occupy your time because my little review for my week is that I feel like I have nothing to occupy my time. <laughs> um, so I mentioned, I think in a previous episode that, this is kind of the first time in a, a very, very long time that I have little to no responsibilities. Um, I'm on summer break now and I'm starting grad school in the summer. So I'm not starting a, or in the summer, geez, in the fall. <laughs> so I'm not working right now and I am incredibly bored. <laughs> I have always been the type of person that like goes from one thing to the next. Like I can never really settle into doing one thing if that makes sense and I think a lot of people who are in school would agree because you just go from like assignment to assignment or class to class you know what I mean you finish up one assignment and there's always something right yeah. away that you can start working on and so for me I'm kind of at a point where the next thing that I can start working on isn't until August right now um so I it's both a review and a reflection of like, I need to learn how to enjoy free time and be okay with not having a lot of responsibility. Because whenever I'm super busy, I wish I was in the situation that I'm in right now. But once I get into the situation I'm in right now, I'm like, I would do anything for a little bit of responsibility and a little yeah. bit of something to do. You always so, want what you don't have. Exactly. The grass is always greener, except for that it isn't. So, if anyone has any suggestions of, you know, simple ways that I can occupy my time or ways that you've learned to enjoy free time and relaxing and things like that, I am more than open to suggestions. So, FYI, I just moved to my floor. I have a really old desk chair in my room that didn't get used for a really long time and is now getting a lot of use since we've been at home and it was squeaking really, really bad. So, hopefully you can't hear anything in the background on my end. She's just a little talkative. She's just got something, She's a little something to say. Something to say. She was really into the segment, I guess. <laughs> um, so let's transition to our favorites. Yes. So what have you been loving? Anya. So um, there is this store, it's called Folane, F-O-L-L-A-I-N, and I believe they have two locations in Boston, maybe two in New York, and then one in like Maryland, somewhere in DC or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and it is a very like strictly clean beauty store, um, and it's very well curated. I think they have like really strict criteria as to like what they stock, and mm -hmm. their whole point is that like they never want to like overwhelm the consumer. So like you'll walk in. And you'll say like, oh, I need a moisturizer, like a clean moisturizer. And there will be like less than 10 options total that they have in their store just because it's like so streamlined and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And you can also shop online, which is probably more relevant right now. But sure. um, specifically what I wanted to bring up from Folane was their own brand of deodorant. 
So I've been trying to transition to a natural deodorant for a while and I've tried like different options. Um, I tried native, which I know is like the most popular option and I just didn't love it. I think maybe I also didn't give it enough time because I know you need to like let your body regulate itself when you're switching from like a traditional like antiperspirant with like aluminum and whatnot mm-hmm. to a more natural deodorant. But um, I've really liked the Folane one and I feel like it's been a lot more effective for me. It's a little weird because it's like it is a deodorant instead of an antiperspirant. So you can like feel the fact that you're sweating. Yeah. But I've never felt like smelly like I do with native. Like sometimes with native, I felt like I would like walk to campus and I'd be like, okay, I smell like I'm embarrassed to like exist <laughs> for the rest of the day in this way. Yeah. So I don't feel that way with Folane. And I feel like I wanted to get it out there because it's tough to find a natural deodorant that works. So if you are interested in switching to any clean beauty, I would highly recommend Folane. And I actually met the owner one time um, at the like original Boston location. Oh, wow. And she was so sweet and such a like girl boss. So highly recommend supporting them and getting yourself some clean deodorant. Yes. Um, no, I've definitely been interested in natural deodorants, but I agree. I, I've only tried one, I think, and I didn't I didn't like the smell of the deodorant to begin with, and then I felt like I put it on and then twenty minutes later I was smelly again. Um, I also didn't really give it time to like regulate or things like that, but this is this is good to know. Yeah, I think it's like the first ingredient is coconut oil and then it's also like charcoal based. So it's almost like it doesn't have a strong scent in any direction. It's like almost unscented in my opinion. But um yeah, give it a try. It's like fourteen bucks, which I think is pretty aligned with like other brands. So Yeah, Yeah, I agree. What have you been enjoying lately? So, as I said earlier, there hasn't been a lot of um, development on my end. Substance. (laughs) Substance. There's been a lot of uh, lounging. But for my senior week, or what would have been my senior week, my parents were kind enough to surprise me with, you know, little gifts to commemorate graduating. And one of them, they did like a, a flowers and candy day, where they got me a beautiful bouquet of flowers, and they got me some of my favorite candies. So anyone that knows me knows I love Sour Patch Watermelons. I think they are like my all-time favorite candy. This is like a very evident personality trait of Kylie's. Like if you know her, like this is like (laughs) surprisingly like obvious. Like just like, I don't know. I feel like it comes up a lot. Like it's like very clear that it's your favorite candy. I very actively seek Sour Patch Watermelons in my day-to-day life. Um, But, so my parents knew this, but we've been doing grocery pickup with everything going on just because we think it's the safest option and the easiest option. So my parents included Sour Patch Watermelons in a grocery pickup to give to me, but my mom didn't read the fine print, look at the picture close enough. I don't know what it is, but I now have a two pound bag of Sour Patch Watermelons for reference. This is a family sized bag. It's around the size of my head, if not a little bit bigger. (laughs) Um, So I am locked and loaded. And it's both good and bad because it's very easy for me to just grab a handful. I'm literally looking at them right now. It's such a large bag. Um, But I very easily just grab a handful and snack on them. But I'm going to have this thing for for quite some time to come. So they've been keeping me company (laughs) these these past few weeks. If for whatever reason you haven't tried Sour Patch Watermelons, I really can't stress it enough. They are pristine. They just hit different. They really do. And every time I have a new handful, it's like magic. I'm like, I 
I just had a handful 20 minutes ago and I forgot how good they are. Yeah, I feel like I usually prefer candies that have like variety in the flavors. Like I like normal Sour Patch because it's like every bite's a little different and I like Skittles for that same reason. Like I feel like sometimes candies that are all the same can feel a little monotonous, but Sour Patch Watermelons are an exception to the rule. They're so good. Yeah. So if if you need a little smile in your life, a little happiness in your life. Get some Sour Patch Watermelons. Not maybe the two-pound bag. That's too much for one person. The generosity. The really generosity. Astounding. Through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that we're through with our segments, let's get into the main content of today's episode, which, as we mentioned, we're just going to talk about our celebrity crushes. So both guys and girls who we admire, who are gorgeous who are doing great things so yeah we just thought this would be a fun way to tie in some pop culture yes give you some people to follow on instagram who are genuinely just great to look at and see what they're up to i'm excited i know me too so let's start with the guys um and i want to start with everyone on queer eye every single one so i remember kylie hadn't watched queer eye yet And we were in Chicago. We went, okay, background is we went to Chicago for a vacation in January. Which is like, <laughs> anyone with any common sense is like, why? But we were like, let's do it. Yeah. And it was also like incredibly cheap. Like I think the tickets were like yeah. 150 bucks, like round trip. The tickets were cheap. We found a cheap Airbnb and we had both never been to Chicago and we were on break for school. We were on winter break. So we were like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Little which you know, <laughs> we had like so many like weird experiences on that trip. I feel we like really one did. of which was at Mars Brewing Company on their New Year's Eve like like ticketed event. <laughs> and my one most prevalent recollection from that night is the fact that they had this slideshow with bats. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, different. They listed all different bat species, and we were like, "Where are we?" <laughs> It was like a super hipster scene. And it was our first night in Chicago because we flew out on New Year's Eve mm-hmm. and then went to this event. And we were like, what is Chicago? Yeah, but it was really fun. Like everyone there was like vibey and cool, but we were just like, this is a scene if I've ever yeah. seen one. But anyway, really. so when we were in Chicago, because it was a little chilly, mm-hmm. we would occasionally come back to the room and like decompress, watch a little TV before venturing out into the the cruel winter again. Yeah. Um, and I introduced Kylie to Queer Eye yes. for the first time. Oh, and magnificent. I feel like, yeah, it just really changed your life. My quality of life skyrocketed from that point on. And every single one of them is so special because, so we wanted to keep yep. this list like 10 and 10, 10 guys, 10 girls, but I was like, I, I just can't pick only one Queer Eye it's guy. True. It it's just true. wouldn't be fair. You no. know, they all have something to share. They all have a special quality. Yeah. Um, I will say I find it increasingly hilarious that like Bobby will literally be like we've talked about this before like Bobby is working his pretty little butt off like all the time literally remodeling entire like homes like entire homes and Jonathan comes in and is like let me shave your mustache and Anthony's like I'll make you a fried egg and Bobby's like literally slaving for 72 hours literally Anthony shows someone how to make guac and Bobby like has actively repainted their entire house. Like I'm just like, what is like, this is not fair, but I mean, they're all important aspects to address, but it's just, it's always been so funny. And Karama will be like, here's a dating app. And like, everyone's like, yeah, literally believe in yourself. And everyone's like praising him, which like same, but 
I just think Bobby gets slept on because he that man does so much work yeah no I completely agree but also I think it's important to mention how beautiful tan is as a human being like I Mm -hmm. what a pretty human being he yeah I've been watching on Netflix um next in fashion Mm -hmm. which he's one of the hosts for and I'm just like tan what a legend yeah he is and I love his voice I think he's Pakistani right Mm -hmm. so he has like such a cool accent I'm yep great guy great guy but yeah if you are under a rock and you haven't watched Queer Eye yet now's the time it's binging season Mm-hmm. get on that you won't regret it it's such a good feel-good show and the five guys are just some of the best humans i love following yeah. them all on instagram seeing what they're up to jonathan's figure skating career has iconic elevated my quality of life really truly um, iconic yeah and i know they have like a spinoff a couple spinoff shows now maybe just one but i know they have the japan spinoff yep. mm-hmm. which um I tried to watch that while I was wrapping Christmas presents which I wouldn't recommend because you need to read the side t- the subtitles yeah um but give it a try yeah Queer Eye yeah. is so wholesome if you haven't if you don't know what it is it's like um it's like a gay makeover guys show. yeah it's like gay guys makeover straight guys lives basically and sometimes girls they do girls too yeah um so yeah give it a try it's really cute really cute um okay so moving into our second guy I put down um, Sean Mendez, which I really don't even think needs an explanation. If you've laid your eyes upon this man, I mean, incredible. Incredible stuff that he's doing with his appearance. You have plans tonight. And I'm also, hundred miles from Japan tonight. He releases bops. Truly. Literal bops. And I feel like he's low-key slept on. And maybe it's just because we're on the older side. Like, he probably has mm. a really keen fan yeah. base but I feel like among like our friends in our age he isn't super talked about but nine out of ten times if I hear one of his like newest singles it's on repeat it's on my current playlist and I'm bopping around to Sean Mendez and he's Canadian right and he's Canadian you'll see on this list and just in general <laughs> that Anya and I are very much fans of Canadians if yeah Canadian, it's true we probably love you so so this is a good segue into my uh my next pick which uh <laughs> It's the Prime Minister of Canada, of course, <laughs> my top celebrity crush, um, Justin Trudeau. Yep. So politics aside, I'm not going to get super political here, even though I am a, you know, partial poli-sci major. Oh, yeah. Um, so we mentioned before that I did my first semester in Canada at McGill in Montreal. And that was like around, I think that was the first year that he was Prime Minister also. So he was, like, very hyped. I think he's, like, the youngest prime minister Canada's ever had. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't familiar with him, I just – I urge you to Google, like, Justin Trudeau family because he has the most beautiful first family. I don't know if they use that yep. term when it's a prime minister. But regardless, he like, his family is just goals beautiful. And um, I know his wife had coronavirus, but she has since recovered, so <laughs> – Sending good vibes to Sophie Trudeau. Um, But yeah, I would highly recommend taking a gander at Justin because he is probably the finest world leader, I would say, right now. I remember when you went to Canada, you would text me and be like, Kylie, do you know who Justin Trudeau is? And I was like, no, I don't. And you're like, I urge you to learn about this man. And I agree. He it's just such he's he's beautiful. His family is beautiful. You know, I'm not super familiar with the politics especially I'm probably less familiar than you are but he seems like a good dude you know he's mm-hmm. like a nice guy 
And I remember tweeting Justin Trudeau, more like Justin Trudaddy, and I stand by that. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Put that on a t-shirt. Honestly, I should make like Redbubble stickers. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Um, All right. So I do not believe this next uh, man is a Canadian. He is an American, but he's a pretty hot button topic right now. I am a big fan of Noah Centineo. He plays Peter Kavinsky into All the Boys I've Loved Before. Oh. And whatever the heck the sequel is called. I don't remember. Okay. Um, yeah, because yeah, you put his name on here and I didn't know who he was, but I've seen To All the Boys I've Loved Before, so I just didn't put that together. Yep. He's Peter Kavinsky. And I mean, you'll notice that I particularly, and I think you as well a little bit, if you have curly brown hair, it's like a 10 out of 10 on my end. And so he has that curly brown hair, beautiful eyes. I mean, anyone who's seen to all the boys I love before, like where is a Peter Kavinsky in my life? Truly can't find him. But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he, he recently shaved his head, which I'm low key very much against again, Mm. because I'm into the curly brown hair, but still, you know, what a dude. We should I send him a DM. I should send him a like, DM. And be like, listen, you're doing great, but like, let the hair grow. Grow please. the hair. Now is the For time. all of us. Justice for the curls. Justice for the curls. <laughs> Truly. But um, allegedly, they filmed all the movies with his hair grown out. So I'm like, okay, oh God. A relief. A relief. <laughs> so the next guy we have discussed before, and it is our, our favorite, a crowd favorite, a little army hammer. Great guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Snaps for army hammer. I actually saw, like, one of the... There's also, like, thirst trap TikToks, if you're not on, like, the TikTok scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a lot of them are about, like, the same couple people. But someone made a army hammer one, and they were like, listen, we need to give this man some attention. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So, yeah. also, we figured out he's not a twin. Yeah. Your mom set us straight. <laughs> yeah. I, my mom listened to the first episode and she was like, by the way, Anya, like there's only one. And I was like, oh, okay. You got me there. But that one, he's incredible. What he's a man. He's tall. He's handsome. He what plays more could you ask? intelligent characters. Oh, chef's kiss if I've ever heard of it. Great guy. All right. Great I'm going to let you go off on the next one because I know you're, you've got things to say. This one is for nine-year-old me. 22-year-old me, all of the me's, and that is the Jonas Brothers. Now, a little backstory. I was a Jonas Brothers stan before standing was even a thing. I had posters all over my wall, hoodies, t-shirts. I mean, I was obsessed. And obviously, I was a Nick girl. Anyone who knows me knows that I very adamantly defend being a Nick girl. Um, but now that I've, I've grown, I've seen them in concert, which by the way, when I was young, I never saw them live and it was truly heartbreaking. And then they broke up and I was like, my life purpose is over. Like, what's the point if I'm never going to see the Jonas Brothers live? At least that's what nine-year-old me thought. And then 22-year-old me did in fact get to see them live and it was a euphoric experience to say the least. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was like it was in november yeah it was in november and i cried when they came on stage like a full (laughs) 22 year old crying at the jonas brothers but it was just spectacular but that is to say joe and kevin are also fire human beings i mean i Mm -hmm. watched their documentaries on net uh, not netflix amazon prime i think they're on and 
what wholesome brothers, you know? They're just, they're good people. Something that I wanted to bring up when I saw that you put the Jonas Brothers on here was Camp Rock. <laughs> because I've been thinking a lot TikToks. about it. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about it lately. And just, like, how truly ridiculous of a film it is. And, like, I just wish, I would love to hear their feedback on it now. Because there are so many moments where I'm just like, what is going on? But it's pretty cringe, yeah. But introducing me by Nick Jonas. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> like, I... I just, I can't help but stand. He's such an icon. <laughs> Him and Priyanka, that's how you say her name, right, Priyanka? Yes, their wedding, their double wedding, like the, Beautiful. they had an Indian traditional wedding and then they had a more Western wedding and mm-hmm. all the photos are like Beautiful. pristine. Yeah, amazing. Great guy. Great guys. Great guy. All three of them. Lovely. Nick, if you're listening, hit me up. It's totally fine. Um, the next one is a mutual stand. I was yep. going to write it down, but I think we both would have. Um, yep. and that is Harry Styles. Need we say more? I just feel like his growth as an artist has been so life changing. Like, I just I can't help but think of all the years in One Direction that like his true artistry must have been suppressed. <laughs> and like now that we have the opportunity to explore it through the Fine Line album, like. I don't know. There are songs on there that, like, I legitimately could... Like, you could tell me those were, like, Bonnie Bear. Like, you could tell me Fine yeah. Line was a Bonnie Bear song, and I would be like, yep. You're like, right. he's just... His indie awakening has been such a pleasure to watch, I will say. Both of us weren't One Direction fans. I have nothing no, against no, no. One Direction, but it was just... It was never my cup of tea. No. We were not Directioners. No. So, Directioners don't come for us. It just wasn't the life that we chose to live, but... We lived the Twilight fandom life <laughs> So we have no legs to stand on whatsoever, <laughs> but Harry, I agree. His evolution as an artist, when he ca- dropped his first album, which is just a si- self-titled album, right? Isn't it just called mm-hmm. Harry Styles? Yeah, I think so. I remember you texting me and being like, Kylie, like, this <laughs> Things man <are> different. <laughs> is up to something. But yeah, he's just like the prettiest human alive, I think. I think that's fair to say. I've said it to my friends before that if I had to like pick my type like, my ideal type, it would be Harry Styles. Like, I'm actively seeking a man that looks as much like Harry Styles as possible. And has an accent. And has an accent. I mean, are you kidding? There's also an era that I think gets slept on. We're getting a little deep into the the fandom here, I would say. <laughs> but twenty like 2014 Harry Styles was very frat boy looking. Yes. And I just want to say, like, that era, people forget. The people they forget, do. and it's really they important. Shouldn't. So, yeah, they, they shouldn't forget. So, I would recommend looking into it if you're not familiar. So, um, directioner or otherwise, you should really look into this man because he's doing phenomenal things, amazing things, and just like I don't know, every single song on the Fine Line album is it's like good. Yeah, it's because someone asked me, they were like, "What's an album that you could listen through like entirely and not skip any songs?" And that's what I said. Yeah, I would agree. Um, the next person on our list was a, um, another character we also discussed previously in the pod Mm -hmm. and, um, one of the most iconic quotes I would say thus far from the pod, um, was regarding this specific man. We, you know him, you love him. He's the noodle man. He's Timothy Chalamet. And since we last discussed him, I have, um, elevated my knowledge. So I watched Beautiful Boy and Lady Mm -hmm. Bird and... Every time, he just blows me away. Yeah, I I haven't seen Beautiful Boy, 
and I really want to after you telling me that and I still haven't seen Call Me By Your Name so I should probably I have so much time on my hand I should occupy myself by doing that but his character in Little Women he plays Laurie who is like the main male character in that movie and I was just thinking about it and wow like wow he really did that (laughs) him like old colonial clothing is really a good thing for him to be doing (laughs) I don't Um, know so if you haven't seen Little Women with him I highly recommend it it was also filmed locally like to us yeah which is cool so you can like I know people have gone to like the mansion that like one iconic mansion and Mm -hmm. you can like visit yeah um and then yeah Beautiful Boy also has Steve Carell as like a very serious character which is super interesting to see because he's usually like such a goofy guy um and I know you you had like mixed feelings on Lady Bird but um I think it's really good and his character's not like super prevalent like he's not like the protagonist or anything so but with that being said his character inspired one of my favorite TikToks right now yes (laughs) where he uh is getting Lady Bird's phone number and she writes it down and she says that it's like her house number or whatever and he goes, oh, you don't have a cell phone? And she goes, no. And he goes, good girl. And like, so it cuts to someone like throwing their cell phone away. I've yeah. seen a few different variations, and I think it's so funny and so relatable. He just—he says it so quick, like it's such a—it's such a rapid response. She's like, no, and he's like, good girl. Like, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, can I make that my ringtone? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's the tea on Timothy, the noodle Timothee. man himself. Um. Next up, you know him, you love him, a classic, a childhood crush. He's Zac Efron. Ooh, what a man. High School Musical. Did it. An awake, a cultural reset. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> oh, um, and also his, what's like the architecture, is it Vogue? He did a Vogue um, 70 Questions video. Oh, yeah. And that's really great. I would highly recommend yeah. watching if you haven't seen it. I don't really have a ton to say about him. Like, I don't know a lot about him as, like, a person, but. He does have a YouTube channel, and he does a series where he, like, works out with different, like, celebrities and stuff, and I honestly really enjoy it. I'm not a super, like, gym rat type of person. Like, I'm not really there for, like, the workout, but he's done it with, like, Liza Koshy and um, some, like, VS Angels and things like that, and it's just kind of fun. They just chat and work out. And you get to look at his face for 10 to 12 minutes at a time. So what more could you ask for? Wow, Fitzbo. Fitzbo from Mr. Zach Efron. <laughs> so do you want to introduce our last uh, yeah. guy? So he's also a mutual one. Most of these were mutual ones, I feel yeah. like. But. So the last one is a true genius. Like the genius of our time, I dare say. Truly, yeah. And it is the man, the myth, the legend, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Ugh. and obviously you know him from hamilton we all know him from hamilton yeah but um he also wrote the music for moana yeah the very cute like pacific islander uh disney film so Mm -hmm. would highly recommend giving that a watch and listening to that soundtrack as well um i believe in the heights is becoming a movie is yeah i was gonna say i wasn't i was gonna stop myself because i wasn't sure but no i've seen i don't know when if like release dates have been pushed back because of the pandemic i have a feeling they might be because i know a lot of them were but i yeah i've seen stuff for in the heights becoming a movie with the main guy being played by someone who was in the original cast of hamilton which makes my heart flutter 
Mm. Um, I also know that they recorded the original cast performance of Hamilton to be released as a movie on Disney Plus. And like they just recently released the date that it was going to be released, I think. And I had at least five or six people text me the article being like, are you the most excited? And I was like, I, yes, 100% I'm so excited. We always both wished we could have seen the show, which like, you still can, it's just not the original cast. So I feel like it would hit different. But um, when we were in New York, we were like going to see a Broadway show. We ended up seeing Chicago, but we were like, do we full send like $500 $500 Hamilton. <laughs> and then we said no, which Chicago is also a great show. We highly recommend. But And you got me his book. His like yeah. little illustrated. He has like, I forget what it's called. It's actually sitting right over there. Um, He has like an illustrated book with like, I don't know, poems? Tweets? Yeah. What are I they? Think, I think it's a, like a mixture of both. Because he, if you follow him on Twitter, he tweets a lot of very like poetic Mm-hmm. borderline inspirational motivational stuff he's just wow it's always like good morning <laughs> yeah he does one in the morning and one at night he'll say like good morning like remember to i don't know be brave or whatever he does says it yeah. so much better than that but you know what i mean <laughs> like literally so much better <laughs> okay so now that we're through with our guys let's let's talk some girls yeah girl crushes some so cool females yeah, so I'll start. Um, my first girl crush is Chelsea Cutler. And I don't know how like mainstream she is everywhere, um, but I feel like in our area she's become pretty well-known. Yeah. So, because she, I think she's from our area, went to co- like school in our area. Yeah. Um, so if you don't know who she is, she is an artist. She does um, – we always call them like <laughs> – we always call them like depressing songs with a beat drop. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of her brand. Um, 100%. And she became well-known because she toured with Quinn92, who we also love. We should have put him yeah. on the list. Oh, uh, we, we really we, uh, Honorable mention. Oh, well. Honor, yeah, honorable mention. Um, Quinn92, which is Quinn XCII in Roman numerals. Yeah. Or but our yeah, dad. So, yeah, also known as our legitimate father. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Chelsea's great. Um, her Sleeping With Roses album is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And she was my top listened artist in 2018. Fun fact. Yeah, I really – I didn't sleep on her, I would say, but when she released her first full-length, How to Be Human, that's when I really hopped on board. I think that album is really beautiful. Um, and we both saw her live, not mm-hmm. together, ironically, but we oh, saw yeah. her live at the same concert um, Yeah, well, we, we, like, separately bought tickets and didn't realize each other bought tickets, and yeah. we only found out, like, the day before that we were both going. Yeah, so we were like, let's get dinner. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, we had like different sections. That's why we didn't stand together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we but, weren't just like, okay, bye, <laughs> bye. Um, but yeah, we were talking about my boyfriend and I were talking about how that concert was like probably on the very cusp of concerts that were like allowed yeah. to happen, and like it's crazy because none of us were. It was like late February. It was right before mm-hmm. spring break, and like none of us were concerned. I feel like like no. I was not worried about being in a big crowd at all. So it's just weird no. like how much changed so quickly from that. That's, like, the last big crowd I was in in so long. Yeah. I remember saying I'm really glad that we were able to get that in before everything. Because I know everything Mm -hmm. happened for the reason that they did to keep us safe. But I'm glad that I, during this time, didn't have any, like, concerts or anything canceled. Especially hers. Because I hadn't seen her live since we saw her with Quinn. So. I have a fun (laughs) – it's not fun at all. It's actually really sad. But 
I don't even know if you knew, but we had tickets to the Quinn and AJR show that you were probably going to come to because Grant bought four tickets. Oh, yeah. Um, and it got canceled yesterday. <sighs> I completely I forgot about that. Oh, so I was sad. like, I don't even know if you were. <laughs> did you know you were supposed to come to this concert with us? Um, you mentioned it to me, but I forgot. Yeah. So as of yesterday, it's not happening. Sad. But I kind of expected that. It's just too Yeah. Bad. Anyway. That is sad. Our next queen. Tell the oh. people. She is an icon, truly. It's Reese Witherspoon. So obviously, you know her, you love her, Elle Woods. As a future lawyer myself, I really can only ask to be Elle Woods in my lifetime. Um, But she's really out here telling female-led stories. That seems to be her whole mission, purpose, whatever you want to call it. She is an executive producer for Big Little Lies and Little Fires Everywhere and probably other shows that I'm forgetting, but those are the two that I'm familiar with, which are both female-led TV shows doing really amazing. I know that they're like critically acclaimed and things like that, and I've really enjoyed them. Um, And she also runs an Instagram account called Hello Sunshine, which is a very female, empowering, motivational type of account so if you're in the market for things like that I really highly recommend that account but it's yeah it's really cool to see a nice well-known and influential actress using that influence to change the way stories are told because I mean I think we've talked about it before I'm a huge story gal I love shows and books and things like that so it's really cool to see more female-led stories being told also the center of an iconic, very early meme, which would be the Reese Witherspoon and then Reese without her spoon. Oh, <laughs> yes. I <laughs> so, forgot about that. I think that's worth yeah. mentioning. Oh, yeah. Um, next up, we have a YouTuber who I stand, but I think Kylie stands even more than I stand. Yes. Um, so that's Tess Christine. Oh, what an icon. I like I jokingly but not it's not really that much of a joke I'm actively trying to live my life like her like I borderline think she has like the most ideal life and I know that's a very romanticized opinion to have and you know as a youtuber she also has her issues and whatnot but she is just she's beautiful she's living in New York City her little husband is so beautiful he looks like Leonardo DiCaprio and Harry Styles had a baby. Yeah. Are you kidding? This is a popular opinion. A lot of people hold that. Yeah. And they're just, they're a very wholesome couple. They have beautiful travel vlogs. They've done so much traveling. Um, And they document it all, which is the beauty of YouTube as you get to like see kind of their lives and what they've been up to. And I, she was one of the first people that I followed on YouTube, like back in the middle Mm -hmm. school days, one of the first people. She's an OG. Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of fell off of her videos for whatever reason, I guess I just discovered other people and was watching other things and then recently fell back into her videos. And she just seems, she is very, like I said, she lives in New York, which is always a big dream of mine. Um, her husband's so beautiful and she has like such a great group of like girlfriends. Yeah, she does. That, yeah, she's just killing it. So if you are looking for some entertainment, I highly recommend looking up her videos and giving mm-hmm. them a watch, especially her bachelorette yeah. party. So fun. Her wedding so fun. was so like vintage and cool. Beautiful. Beautiful. So another YouTube figure um, that I wanted to bring up 
is from Bon Appetit. So if you don't watch Bon Appetit, it's like a, it's a magazine actually, but they make pretty popular YouTube channels or YouTube videos. And um, Molly Boz is one of their kind of like chef characters. So they've really kind of run with like having really charismatic chefs um, in their videos. And so she is, I think she's maybe like around 30 um, and she has a dog named Tuna who is so (laughs) cute, a little wiener dog. And um, I just think she's really funny and like relatable. Like when you watch some of the other chefs, you can tell that they're like a little more like refined and like, um, I don't know, like fancy about everything. But she like she'll make like a little grilled cheese and make a video about it. Like, I just think she's great. Um, So if you need some good recipes, I would recommend looking into her. Her last Mm -hmm. name is B-A-Z, Molly Boz. So she's really cute. Nice. Um, I haven't, I'm not super into Bon Appetit, so I'll definitely have to check her out and her little dog. So good. Their videos are so good. Like they have lots of like little mini series now. They're just doing like amazing things as a brand. Like I feel like their success has been like really evident the past couple years. They really like pivoted to include more like social media platforms. And I just feel like it's a good example of like how print media should evolve. Oh, okay. All right. I'll definitely check it out. Um, so my next woman is emma watson so again anyone who knows me knows that i am like the biggest harry potter fan around i'm absolutely obsessed and so those of you that are harry potter fans know that emma watson played hermione who is arguably the best character in the series if you want to argue me on that that's fine but i am a huge hermione fan so i was a big fan of hers growing up and then she played Belle in the live mm-hmm. action Beauty and the Beast, which is a beautiful film. Um, but she also is a really cool gal. She went to Brown. She studied English at Brown, I believe, which like, okay, get your education. And she, I know she's done a lot of work with like the UN and things like that. She's very active um, and woke, some may say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think she's a very powerful uh woman to look up to she's very elegant and educated and I think she makes a really great role model especially because she did play two very iconic characters it's cool to see someone in that much of a spotlight doing really cool things with it Mm -hmm. agreed our next gal is speaking of doing good things with her spotlight our queen Michelle Obama (laughs) (laughs) I just I could go on truly Yes. The grace, the elegance. Regardless of your politics, I think we can all agree that she was a beautiful and elegant first lady. Yeah. And her whole platform was centered around staying active, right? Yeah. Which I think is a an amazing platform because um, I know I've been learning recently about how, you know, beneficial physical activity is not only for your body, but your mental health and things like that. I think we're all kind of learning that being stuck inside um but yeah I just think that the way that she presents herself is very elegant um and very poised Mm -hmm. I could only hope to be perceived in a way similar to her so iconic I have her book I mean yeah I was gonna say yeah so I highly recommend getting her book and reading her book so great to see a black woman in the spotlight Mm -hmm. being an amazing role model for everybody. Mm -hmm. So great gal. Great gal. Next up is one of my picks, but I think Kylie would also agree. Um, Lord, 
So um, she is an artiste, in my opinion. Yes. Um, and I also just think it's really cool that she's from New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. um, and she hasn't put out music in so long, which is really upsetting. But um, I would say, like, World Alone was, like, 14-year-old me's anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all we all know and love a tennis court. <laughs> um <laughs> And ribs, of course. Yeah, the ribs effect. I feel like there's lots of playlists now called the ribs effect that like try yeah. to emulate the vibe of that song. But yep. she's just remarkable and um, doing great things as a young lady in music. So yes, would highly recommend. Yeah, I would highly recommend. I listen to. There's a podcast. I believe it's called Song Exploder or Song Explosion or something like that, and it takes you through how an artist created a song from like start to finish. And she did an episode of, oh, what song was it? Sober, I think, from her mm. newest album. Um, so I highly recommend listening to that because it was really interesting. They go right down to like the nitty gritty of like the little background sounds that you hear. Like mm. at one point there's like a lion's roar. Like they literally put a lion's roar in, but obviously it doesn't sound like that because it's mixed with all the other music. It's really cool. So I highly yeah. recommend. I feel like we should do a music episode at some point. Yeah, that would be fun. Be fun um let us know if you want to hear a music episode (laughs) yeah um but so our next female is definitely a more timely um person someone that I'm newer to but it is Greta Thunberg or Thunberg Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and she is an activist queen so she is 16 I believe 16 or 17 she's very young and she is a huge climate activist so she Mm -hmm. has done amazing work advocating for um a greener earth and saving our planet and I think that she's doing really amazing things especially at her age I can't even when I was 16 I could barely give a presentation in class so for her (laughs) to be she traveled speaking in the UN yeah she traveled across the ocean by boat to reduce her carbon footprint Mm -hmm. to speak at conferences and at the UN and she's just she's amazing and I know she has um she says she has Asperger's I know that that was recently taken out of the DSM-5 if that's the latest one I'm not super educated on that so correct me if I'm wrong but she's on the spectrum is I believe how she identifies and I think she's just again she's a a poised young woman Mm -hmm. doing really amazing things yeah and I know like some of her opinions can be controversial to some yeah um but I think like regardless of your opinion on all of it you can everyone can agree that she's doing amazing things as um a young girl especially like with um some adversity and Mm -hmm. yeah uh love her and hope she continues to be a great activist for the climate yes me as well um so moving into our next one, I'm definitely more familiar, I think, than Anya. Yeah. This is definitely more of a me geeking out type of person. But I put Anna Wintour on there. Um, for those of you that don't know, she's the editor-in-chief at Vogue. I believe she's still the editor-in-chief at Vogue. If she has since retired, please let me know. But she, in my mind, is just the original girl boss. Again, anyone that knows me knows that I'm really into fashion and especially like fashion magazines I started one on my school's campus um one of my favorite tv shows is the bold type which is 
loosely based around Cosmopolitan's um, editor-in-chief or former editor-in-chief. And I just think that women in, you know, high positions are doing really cool things. Anytime I see any sort of interview or anything with Anna Wintour, she, again, is just super well-poised. I guess that's what I look for in my girl crushes, my girl role models is people who carry themselves with really great elegance and speak really eloquently. So Mm -hmm. yeah, check her out. Check out Vogue if you're feeling so inclined. (laughs) (laughs) And the final girl crush on our list (laughs) is your favorite Supreme Court justice. (laughs) RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) We had to call her out. Need we say more? Would drop everything to protect this woman. I really would. Yes. She's a queen. Yeah. Um, really representing females well on the Supreme Court. And yep. we need more of her. Yes. A hundred percent. I always joke there's a mug out there with a picture of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And she's, you know, flipping two middle fingers. And it says dissent. And I really want it. Because <laughs> I think it's so funny. But yeah, especially as a future lawyer, she is a huge inspiration to me. And I think she's doing really cool things. She's the second woman out of four women to be appointed to the Supreme Court, which I think is a huge accomplishment in and of itself. So yeah, we're just we're out here advocating for female leaders, you know? She was also a sorority woman, if you didn't yes. know. She was an A5, so um, my fellow Jewish sorority here, love that for us. <laughs> um, and she's a, a great example of like a successful Panhellen- Panhellenic woman, so. Yes. Yeah, all so right. that's all of our crushes. I think we had 10 and 10, uh, not counting our queer eye boys. <laughs> yes, a little bonus um, there. Yeah, so we hope you enjoyed this episode and um, let us know if you want more kind of like pop culture, like conversational episodes like this one um, in our new suggestion box. Yes, and any suggestions that you have for us, feel free to to leave them there because we're still learning and growing and we'd love to hear your feedback. Yes, and if you don't already follow our Instagram, it's at two degrees hotter. Um, and we would also love if you guys could give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Even if you're listening on Spotify, just like pop over. switch over to Apple. Yeah, just because that's the best place to like really see what you guys are thinking. Um, mm-hmm. Spotify doesn't really have many like feedback um, yeah. platforms like that. So that would be amazing. And yes. we are really excited to keep making more episodes. So we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.